What's up, everybody? This is Fred Rachani of TSC Gaming here to give you guys my thoughts on Life is Strange Before the Storm, Episode 3, Hell is Empty, on PS4 from Square Enix and Deck 9. Full disclosure, there will be spoilers here, so if you haven't played this yet, you might want to log off. Episode 3 picks up where we left off in Episode 2, in Rachel Amber's house, following the shocking revelation about her biological mother. Over the course of the episode, you find out that Mr. Amber isn't just a flawed father looking out for the best interests of his daughter, but a DA who turns out to be the type of criminal he tries to prosecute. Chloe is provided with the unenviable task of not only looking out for Rachel, but putting her own life at risk. Now this prequel is before the storm in title and setting. Time travel and dangerous storm coming yet? Not so much, but the winds of change in Arcadia Bay are starting to blow. We see Nathan Prescott outed as a kid with serious mental issues who desperately needs help, but is denied proper care because of his overly proud, arrogant, and negligent father. We see the creepy Elliot be, well, pretty damn creepy, creepy as hell. But he kind of gives Chloe a prophetic message about the real Rachel Amber. We see Frank Bauer showcase a moral compass that seemed a bit directionless in season one. We see David and Joyce get engaged, much to the chagrin of Chloe. But there were a few big questions every Life is Strange fan had going into this episode. And they were, how the hell does it end? And does this conclusion of the prequel tie up any loose ends from season one? Well, based on the choices you make, Before the Storm can end in a number of ways. Spoiler alert, at the end, I chose to tell Rachel everything I experienced as Chloe and then some. Chloe and Rachel at the end are shown driving around, having fun, being the epitome of a cute couple. Of course, for longtime Life is Strange fans, we know this story does not have a happy ending. And overall in the series, no one comes out unscathed, no matter the choices you made. At the end, we get a shot of Rachel's cell phone vibrating as Chloe is trying to call her for like the 20th time in what surely is the same underground bunker we see in season one. That's how Before the Storm ends, but did the prequel really tie up any loose ends? Well, yes and no. While we saw the genesis of Chloe and Rachel's relationship, we didn't get the moment where Rachel was kidnapped and disappears. We don't know how Chloe and Nathan started dealing with one another before that fateful moment in the beginning of Life is Strange Season 1. We don't get any hints of Frank's love for Rachel, which was later revealed and broke the heart of Chloe. We don't get Max's return to Arcadia Bay, Although, if you did buy the deluxe version of Before the Storm, you should be getting an additional episode to play as Max, according to Square Enix and Deck Nine. We also didn't get to see what the hell happened to main villain Damon Merrick after Frank Bowers allegedly took him out, although it's strongly hinted that, well, he was killed by Frank. And I'm also really surprised there was no mention of the main antagonist from Season 1 either, whether it be his hiring the Blackwell or his brief appearance. Perhaps we'll get that in a bonus episode. As for the gameplay and graphics, pretty much the same as previous episodes. Life is Strange mechanically continues to be ahead of the curve in narrative games compared to Telltale. But like Telltale, the walking motions can still get a bit awkward. The choices made throughout Before the Storm definitely felt major as they were portrayed throughout the story. And the voice acting was very good, even if Square Enix didn't bring back the original actor who voiced Chloe. However, I do have to say... Mr. Amber's dialogue was almost as wooden as Oregon trees in some 
parts of this episode. Ugh. Tell you all of it. But are you sure that Chloe should be here for? Chloe stays. Of course. In every way that matters, Rose is my wife and your mother. But the woman you saw at the Overlook, her name is Sarah. Overall, though, this was a satisfying conclusion to the prequel of Life is Strange, even with some of the questions we have at the end. Hopefully, this and much more will be addressed in the highly anticipated season two. Uh, and as much as I hate to say it, maybe Creepy Elliot was right about Rachel. Now, Rachel did not deserve to go out the way she did. Nobody does in real life or in a video game. But for as much happiness as she brought Chloe, she also brought her a whole lot of trouble she could not come back from. And sadly, neither were able to make amends before it was tragically too late. Folks, for more information on Life is Strange, in-depth game reviews, playthroughs, and everything in between, please subscribe to TSC Gaming. Please visit our official website, thesportscourier.com. If you'd like to order either version of Life is Strange, feel free to click on our official Amazon affiliate links. Not only will you get the game, but it also provides us a small commission to keep this website going and provide content for all you guys. We appreciate the support. If you enjoyed this review, please click the like button. Please share this while your friends. Please don't forget to subscribe and enable notifications. And until next time, everybody, as always, enjoy the games. Hey, everybody, this is Fred Rachani of TSC Gaming telling you why you should subscribe to this YouTube channel. Do you like in-depth game reviews? This is Fred Rachani of TSC Gaming here to give you guys my thoughts on FIFA 18 on Xbox One. News updates and event coverage and interviews you won't find anywhere else. Here outside of the Jacob Javits Center, there's a ton of people here in cosplay, in full gear, making their way to NYCC. Then this is the channel for you. So what are you waiting for? Click that subscribe button. Don't forget to enable notifications. And as always, enjoy the game.